about family celebrations and special occasions such as a wedding, the birth of a child, a birthday, Thanksgiving, and Christmas celebrations, or a baptism. What sound do you often hear at these special occasions? Listen. Can you hear it? Yes. Laughter often accompanies family celebrations and special events. Laughter is important to our well-being and needs to be part of our life. Healthy families not only spend time together, they also laugh together. Join us today on Family Shield as we talk about laughter and family traditions. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries. Well, recently I did a radio program as a guest and was asked to talk about healthy families laugh together and traditions. So I thought, well, that's what we'll talk about today, too, on Family Shield. Uh, Last week, we were over at my daughter and son-in-law's with our three grandchildren, and my husband and I prepared some games, not board games, but word games, things that we've played over the years in our family. And I had such a great time laughing with all of them, but especially watching my 11-year-old granddaughter. She was just giggling and laughing, and we had such a wonderful time as we just spent time together. And uh, it's so much fun to spend time with our loved ones and laugh. And uh, so many times Family Shield is talking about topics that are pretty difficult and sometimes depressing. So I think today we'll, we'll have some fun as we talk about laughter and family traditions. What makes you laugh? I know for me, the children and some of the cute things they say make me laugh. My grandson, as I went in to look at this outline, Luke, Uh, had the flu uh, just a few years ago. He was only about four. And he said to my daughter, I had to give my cold to Lizzie. That's his older sister. I had to give my cold to Lizzie because I didn't want it anymore. And I dated that November 2012. So cute. The other uh, week when we went over there, they went out trick-or-treating before we played our games just to a few houses on their uh, new street so that my daughter and son-in-law were able to meet some new neighbors. And um, we were laughing at Luke because he had made up a joke. And it wasn't funny. (laughs) But as he shared it with everybody, they were all very nice, and they would kind of smile and say, oh. (laughs) He had another one that was really cute, but... At seven years old, he had decided to make up his own joke, and uh, he thought it was funny. So we were laughing at him just because he had made up this joke that really wasn't that funny. But um, it was cute that he had tried doing it himself. So uh, for me, the children and uh, finding out what they said is always part of the laughter. So I... I'm not necessarily somebody that always has something funny to say, but I kind of keep a file. And I have a habit of putting stories in that file about children and parents that are kind of amusing. So let me just read a few of those. A mother was preparing pancakes for her sons, Kevin, who was five, and Ryan, who was three. The boys began to argue over who would get the first pancake. 
their mothers saw the opportunity for a moral lesson. If Jesus were sitting here, he would say, let my brother have the first pancake. I can wait. So Kevin, five years old, turned to his younger brother and said, Ryan, you be Jesus. Here's another one. Six-year-old Angie and her four-year-old brother, Joel, were sitting in church. Joel giggled, sang, and talked out loud. Finally, his big sister had had enough. You're not supposed to talk out loud in church. Joel said, why? Who's going to stop me? Angie pointed to the back of the church and said, see those two men standing by the door? They're hushers, not ushers, but hushers. And uh, mother and wife invited some people to dinner at the table. She turned to her six-year-old daughter and said, would you like to say the blessing? Oh, the little girl said, I wouldn't know what to say. Just say what you hear mommy say, she said. The daughter bowed her head and said, Lord, why on earth did I invite all these people to dinner? And the list goes on. It's so much fun to watch children and listen to some of the things that they share. So here's another one. A mother was teaching her three-year-old the Lord's Prayer. For several evenings at bedtime, the child repeated it after his mother. Then one night, the child was ready to do it alone. The mother listened with pride to the carefully enunciated words right up to the end. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us some email. Children today hear all kinds of words. I remember once years ago, one of the children, I don't remember if it was mine or one of the preschool children I was teaching, uh, heard us ta uh, saying the Lord's Prayer. And they said, art in heaven there's art in heaven. They just heard just a piece of it. Have you ever heard the children or someone say, it's raining cats and dogs outside, and the little three-year-old will run to the window to look outside to see the cats and dogs raining down? Of course, it's just a term we use, but children don't always understand that. So a little boy forgot his lines in a Sunday school presentation. His mother, sitting in the front row to prompt him, gestured and farmed the words silently with her lips, but it didn't help. Her son's memory was just blank. Finally, she leaned forward and whispered, I am the light of the world. The child beamed with great feeling in a loud, clear voice and said, my mother is the light of the world. Uh-oh, <laughs> that's not what she wanted to say, is it? Jesus, of course, is the light of the world. And um, this one, a teacher asked her students to draw a picture of their favorite Old Testament story. And as she moved around the class, she saw there were many wonderful drawings. Then she came across Johnny, who had drawn a man driving an old car. In the back seat was a, a scantily clad man and woman. It's a lovely picture, said the teacher, but what story does it tell? Johnny seemed surprised at the question. Well, he said, doesn't it say in the Bible that God drove Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden? <laughs> drove. You see, children today, when they hear the term drove, think it was a car. But of course, we know at that time, there were no cars. So children hear things and often uh, make us laugh. God's word says there is a time to laugh in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 4b. And of course, it also says there's a time to cry. Do you think God has a sense of humor? I do. Why else would he have created animals that make us laugh? 
Just take a two-year-old to the zoo and point out the giraffes and the hippopotamuses and the elephants and the monkeys, animals that look so funny we often laugh when we see them. Have you ever taken a young child to the zoo and watched them laugh? I think God had a sense of humor. He certainly gave us the gift of laughter. It is a great blessing to be able to laugh. Some of the benefits of laughter include humor can make us human. You know, if you want to break the ice with someone, enjoy laughter with them, not in a way that makes fun of someone, but just being able to laugh with them. We relate to others as we laugh with them. Humor can relieve tension. It removes barriers. I often say, you know, if you want to witness to someone, if you can find a way to build a relationship with them to a point where you can laugh together, you have broken down barriers. They think you're real, and uh, it's, it's helpful. Humor is fun. It can keep us positive and give us hope. If you've ever been around someone that's negative all the time, you probably know you don't want to be around that person a lot. But if you're around people that are laughing and having fun, not in a negative way, but in a very positive way, uh, you like to be around them. So laugh with your family. But do avoid humor that belittles, ridicules, or stereotypes people or groups. You need to be careful that it's laughter that God would approve of. I had some stories about grandparents that I thought I would share as well as we talk about laughter. Grandparents give us, this is stories that eight-year-old children shared about their grandparents. Grandparents give us snack time before bedtime and say prayers with us. They kiss us even when we've acted badly. Grandparents are a lady and a man without children of their own. They like other people's children. They like to take walks with us and slow down when we pass flowers, trees, caterpillars. They never say, hurry up. Interesting. Grandpas can answer questions like, why isn't God married? Everyone should have a grandmother, especially if you don't have TV because they are the only adults that like to spend time with us. Well, that's a sad statement. These are real statements from eight-year-olds. Grandparents are often the ones that share their faith with their grandchildren. Oh, many times I hear from people that uh, parents didn't take them to church or Sunday school or read the Bible to them or share their faith with them, but their grandmom or uh, grandpa did, and that's today why they're Christians. So God's Word says rejoice always in 1 Thessalonians 5.16. And uh, so we can rejoice and enjoy life. I want to talk a little bit today as well about traditions. What traditions do you and your family enjoy during the holidays? Why do traditions matter in today's families? I want to uh, make a few announcements, and then I'll go back and talk a little bit more about traditions, and I'm especially going to share some ideas for Thanksgiving. Today, Family Shield is giving away the booklet, Live the Six, Being an Everyday Missionary. To request a complimentary copy, call the Family Shield Response Center, 1-877-250-8416, 
or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. Please make sure you give us your complete name and address when you call or write. The Family Shield radio program airs on more than 50 radio stations each week throughout the United States and is also available through our podcast. We are a listener-supported ministry. We invite your prayers and support. If you'd like to support us, send a gift to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. You can also donate on our website at www.familyshieldministries.com. If you're a Thrivent Financial member, you can designate your Thrivent Choice dollars to support Family Shield Ministries. Go to www.thrivent.com slash Thrivent Choice or call Thrivent at 1-800-847-4836 and one of their employees will help you. Remember, you choose, but Thrivent gives the gift. Why not put Family Shield Ministries into your will or estate? Most people want to give the majority of their assets to their family, but many also put a favorite nonprofit ministry into their estate to receive 5 or 10% of it. Family Shield's estate program is entitled Generations Legacy. Your gift will allow us to continue the ministries for many generations and beyond your lifetime. For more information, contact us at witness2family at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Family Shield and for your prayers. Learn more again at www.familyshieldministries.com. This is Kay Meyer, host for today's Family Shield program. I want to go back. I had just begun talking about traditions uh, as uh, I went to uh, my announcements. And um, just want to talk a little bit about the importance of family traditions. On our website, I have a whole list of things you can do at different times, different seasons of the year. And some of the things I'm going to be sharing today are listed there because it's not enough time to go into all the details on some of the things that we're talking about. Uh, and if Or if you need more information, it's a good place to go. It's under our family ministry link. So family traditions. What is a tradition? It's a custom, a practice, a ritual, a habit, or a precious memory. Usually you do it once with your loved ones and everybody enjoys it so much you do it again and again every year, maybe for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or some of the other holidays. You do this tradition. Now, traditions will change. They don't always stay the same. Depends on the age of the children and grandchildren. But many times they come back. We found that our daughter and son-in-law are doing some of the traditions that we did when our children were young. Memories can be both positive and negative. Positive memories are gifts from God. In What is a Family by Edith Schaefer She talks about the home being a museum of memories. The concept is that a museum has a selection of things worth preserving. A family is to be a museum of memories, collections of carefully preserved memories, and the realization that day-to-day memories are being chosen for that family museum. 
she suggests that someone in the family needs to be conscious of the fact that memories are important. So we plan memories just as someone might plan a museum. This involves taking lots of pictures, which today is pretty easy with our cell phones, and then organizing them. Think about how you, as a mother of a child or a grandmother, might create a museum of memories. Remember that what is done today will become tomorrow's memories, our traditions. Why do traditions matter? Family ceremonies and rituals are traditions can help you show your children or grandchildren what and who is important to you. They define who you are. Stories are so important, not just stories about anything, but stories about your parents and your grandparents and passing those stories on to your children and grandchildren. That's part of what builds strong, healthy families. Of course, I said Traditions can be negative. Sometimes people have bad memories of uh, being a child and, and maybe didn't have those loving traditions that they enjoyed. Well, think about putting traditions into your budget and some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. Um, I had uh, a list of activities. I want to go through these first and then maybe come back as I have time. I wanted to focus on just a few of the Thanksgiving uh, traditions that you might do. Uh, a couple of years ago, I asked uh, some of our volunteers to share some ideas, and uh, some of them are mine. Some of them are uh, things that we've done in our family, and some of them are from some of our uh, listeners and uh, some of our supporters. But here's one Thanksgiving joke. I had to add it, but it was in the it was in my Thanksgiving stuff. Joyce shared, "My five year old granddaughter Alina was helping me cook Thanksgiving dinner. She loves to cook and wanted to help with every dish. As dinner time approached, her appetite grew, and she started asking how much longer it would be. Then she saw me check the turkey's temperature with a meat thermometer. Concerned, she asked, Grandma, are we still eating the turkey if he's sick?'" And that was from Joyce from Bloomington, Indiana. What uh, cute things the children can say. So uh, one of the things that I have shared for years, and I, I know lots of families have done it, is to just on Thanksgiving do, why are you thankful? Take the words Thanksgiving, uh, or you can take any word you want. You could take Christmas if you're doing it on Christmas. As your family gathers during the holidays, and then as a family, brainstorm words that share why you're thankful. Write the words down the side of the page. So I have uh, just a couple examples. For the word tea, here's what we came up with. It wasn't just one person. It was the whole family brainstorming tea words. Our family is thankful for times to talk together. Teachers who tell us about Jesus. Tasty turkey, the thief on the cross that came to faith in Christ that we trust Jesus for our salvation, and that the tomb is empty. Now, just in that one word, we, have, we had so much discussion and opportunities to share our faith. And uh, the next letter of Thanksgiving is H. Here's what we came up with. That God knows each hair on our head for ham, for hands that serve each other, for happy times, the plentiful harvest— healing, that we can hear the word, heaven, helpers, hope, home, 
and our high priest, Jesus. And you just go on down the list. So you are write out the word thanksgiving. That was just T-H. So if I ask you, if you were here in the studio with me, to think of some words that start with A, what could you say? First thing that comes to my mind is air. And, of course, God gives us uh, the air we breathe. And, and so you just brainstorm with your family and talk about that. that was, that's a fun one to do. Another one that we've done for years is a Thanksgiving tablecloth. Uh, and the younger children love it, but we try to bring in all the families. We put a plastic tablecloth on the table or floor and allow the children to draw a picture of why they're thankful for their family and faith. Uh, as they get done, we make sure that we write their name and the year next to the picture. And then at some point during the day, we allow them to explain their picture to the whole family and tell us why they're thankful. And then reuse that tablecloth each year. It will become a treasured memory. Now, it doesn't need to be limited to just the children. Sometimes we would encourage, my husband's a great artist, so we would encourage the adults to also draw a picture. And you also don't have to use a plastic tablecloth. If you want, you can use a nicer tablecloth and use puff paint. And uh, It's just the little ones go pretty quickly through those plastic tablecloths. And uh, what I found is I did it one time thinking it would just be a one-year project. And the next year, my nephew was saying, Aunt Kay, where's our tablecloth? So I had to pull out the tablecloth from last year. And they all laughed because they thought they've gotten so much better at drawing than the year before. But we used that same tablecloth for several years, and it's a fun activity to do. And again, as I mentioned, a lot of these things that I'm going to be talking about are on our website, www.familyshieldministries.com. It's a holiday activity uh, uh sheet that you can download with all of the details in them. I have things on these like a potato or apple turkey that you could make as place um, place favors for Thanksgiving and help the children make them. And I'm not going to go through the details with that. And fruit colored popcorn that we like to make. Depending on the holiday, you use Jello. So if it's uh, thanks if if it's Halloween, you could use the orange Jello. If it's um, uh, Thanksgiving, you could use the orange jello. If it's uh, Christmas, you could use the red or green jello. And uh, it's a, a sweet kind of popcorn, so it's kind of cool to make. Now, here were some ideas that some of our um, supporters sent. Five pieces of corn. She said, uh, this was from Karen. You give everyone five pieces of corn. And she is in parenthesis says, it could be candy corn, popcorn, or anything else. And everybody uses the five pieces of corn to say five things that each family member is thankful to God for during the past year. And that's just a simple thing. I've heard many people do that type of thing on Thanksgiving, and I like that. Uh, Here's one that says, deliver homemade pumpkin and spice muffins. Uh, This is from Jane. We've delivered homemade pumpkin or spice muffins to neighbors with a thank you for being a great neighbor note. Handmade greeting cards for military people. And she notes we get addresses from church, the church office for them. 
read the Bible story about the thankful man who ran back to Jesus after he healed all 10, include people without nearby family members in our Thanksgiving dinner, read Psalm 100 together before the meal, place three kernels of field corn at each table, place setting, then have each person think of or say three things of why they're thankful. The other one said five pieces. Draw around your hand and cut it from a brown paper bag. Use markers to make it look like a turkey and print something on each finger feather for which you are thankful and then use these as prayer starters. Now, I like that. That was, again, from Jane in Arnold. And uh, so many other activities that can be done. One of the other things that we've done over the years is organize. This is jumping from Thanksgiving to Christmas, but you could do it at any time. Organize a birthday celebration for Jesus. Uh, Invite several families and friends to a birthday celebration at your home or your congregation. Ask those that attend to bring an unwrapped gift, which will be donated to a prisoner's child, a Concordia Seminary student's child, or another Christian ministry that gives gifts to children during the holidays. And there are many of them. And one of the things that I suggest is that you create your own wrapping paper at your celebration. Use butcher block paper and create potato printing or decorate the wrapping paper with fingerprint art using a stamp pad. Have you ever done that? There's great little things you can make just with your fingerprint. And then you can talk to the younger children about the fact that God made every one of our fingerprints different and unique. Everybody has different fingerprints. You can also allow them to use magic markers or crayons. Encourage families and groups to work together. Young children need adult supervision. After you've completed the wrapping paper, invite guests to create a homemade card to put inside their gift. Remind them that the child who receives the gift may not know the Lord. Think about ways your card can communicate God's love. And so as we conclude the program today on laughter and traditions, I just want to read a few of my favorite Bible verses, Deuteronomy 6, 7. And you shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk to them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. So again, God's word is telling us to talk about our faith with our children and grandchildren every day, not just go to church on Sunday. And Psalm 78, 4, we will not hide them from their children. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. Again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield Ministries. And uh, thank you for listening. Learn more at www familyshieldministries.com. Thanks for listening. God bless your day. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com.
or White Family Shield Ministries, PO Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.